0: Hey everyone, I'm Curtis, and I'm Shank, and you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast.
1: Let's shred some weed.
0: Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 9, airing Monday, October 12th, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us.
1: This episode is brought to you in memory of Eddie Van Halen, the talented musician responsible for many musicians' love of shredding and wild stage antics, who passed away recently. I know that I will personally be shredding a guitar solo later on this evening, and I hope that all of you out there will, you know, who are touched by his music will continue to be touched by his music in the future. R.I.P. in peace, big guy.
0: Rest in peace, Eddie. You, you and I had a similar idea. I was definitely hot for my teacher. Yeah, so probably Shane, more than one. <laughs> so Shane, other than that dreadful news, how are you today?
1: Yeah, aside from aside from that bad news, I do have some good news today uh, for folks out there. I got a new microphone. They may notice a nice, distinct audio quality change there. Um, if not, I definitely do, and I'm super stoked about it. It's some great news. Um, So how about you, man? How's your day been?
0: My day's good. Uh, I got a little bit of work done on the uh, social medias. Links in the description. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's uh, been good. Uh, My dad uh, actually was showing me some pictures from a trip that he took to Washington, D.C.
1: Oh, nice. Cool, man. Yeah. uh,
0: It was interesting. He had pictures at all, like, the touristy spots, like Washington Monument, the Lincoln Memorial, the White House. Um, Yeah. He did go to this one building that I I was a little perplexed by, because it was like, it was, uh, I didn't know what it was, so I'm like, "Uh, Dad, what is this building? He's like, "Uh, this is the U.S. Treasury, you know? This is where they print all the money. I'm like, oh, cool, like the Mint, Yeah." yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing here, be sure to check out our Patreon page. We finally launched it. You can click the link in the description below and see our reward tiers.
1: You absolutely can. We have six reward tiers available, and we would love it if you would consider supporting the show for future episodes. So, Curtis, let's get into the review.
0: Good buds review, good buds.
1: So, Curtis, what are you burning
0: today? Well, Shank, today I am burning on some gorilla cookies. I oh. don't you know what you guys are thinking. Oh, didn't you review this strain before? Maybe? <laughs> Question the mark? genotypes are very similar on this one, Include, but I believe it's a different strain of Gorilla Glue and a different strain of Girl Scout cookies. But regardless, it's a much different strain than I uh, have smoked before. Now, <laughs> similarly though, this is a still a hybrid Indica dominant, but the... I don't know. This is a very vibrant green nug. It is super tightly packed. Like, this is almost pebble-like. Like, Like, go ahead and listen here.
1: You're not just dropping marble, are you?
0: No, that is is a nug right there. Oh, I love it. But it's this very nice, vibrant green... And it has a very even distribution of these prison jumpsuit-colored orange hairs that kind of blend together with the uh, green in there. And it's so tightly packed that the the crystals are actually mixed, like, thoroughly throughout, and there's, like, no stickiness to it, but it still just sparkles ever so slightly in the light. Nice. Now, the smell... Oh... Oh, that's good to fill your nostrils. That that smells like a summer hike in the middle of the woods. It smells like ferns and trees topped with morning dew. Like it's got this it's got this fresh floral aroma with tones of mint. It's got this tangy citrus scent to it. And it's very nice. Uh now, the scent increases even more when it gets ground up. It becomes very pungent. Uh, and, yeah, just accents the scents a little bit more, you know, grind up the terpenes, and uh, get that good buzz going. Nice. So, oh, yeah. So uh, what are you going to be smoking on for us today, Shank? Well,
1: I know that your strain leaves us with some question marks, but so does mine. Um, I'm smoking a strain called Seagrass which I love the name automatically because I love the C. It's uh, made by Scotia brand. Now, the weirdest thing about it is that I wasn't able to find any information about this strain online at all, including on the website that of the brand that made the strain. So I don't know if it's a new strain that's so new that we are literally the first people that are going to have a review about this out there. Um, or it's an old strain that's been scrubbed from the internet like Beyonce's picture that we're not legally allowed to mention. But I do know it's a hybrid because it says that on the package. Um, yeah, so as for the look of this stuff, um, wait, it looks... Wait, what's, you, the,
0: uh, oh, what's the brand again?
1: The brand is Scotia. It's a Scotia brand. Oh, Okay. Yeah, Scotia brand. And they are Nova Scotia. Actually, they are the first legal uh, grower in Nova Scotia, I believe. They were the first licensed, yeah. Like, at least the parent company or the company associated with them, they're, like, the first... Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, So, seagrass here is one of my favorite types of weed, mainly because of the fact that it is one of those dark, dark strains. It's, like, very brown and very green. And a lot of people look at brown weed and they're kind of like, oh, but I love it. I love seeing that because it reminds me of an old strain I used to love. So this is very dark brown and green, tight, tight nugs, not quite as tight as yours sounded there. I mean, I don't think they'd click if I dropped them. Um, but they have this really nice sheen almost of crystal coating the top of them. They almost like have a shimmer to them. Um, and uh, when you hit them with a the flash of your camera, it almost looks like, like a delicious caramel cam- candy that has little bursts of orange throughout it like some orange zest. Um, as for the smell, um, I love the smell. Uh, oh, nice. It's a musky and deep kind of cucumber-like smell almost, uh, with a salty ocean-like undertone. Um, it makes sense why they would call it seagrass because it smells like seagrass vaguely um, and uh, it's got these kind of faint notes these hints underneath of pine and citrus that are sitting deep in the mix uh, but they are noticeable especially if you kind of bury your nose into the container like I like to do with this strain because it smells so fantastic it's it's so great so now I know that there's n- not any reviews for mine online um, I can um, give an initial review after my hit but uh, I think we should try these out give them a hit in our bong and uh, let's uh, let's just kind of see how they treat us.
0: That sounds good to me. My bong's all packed. I got my lighting Mom. here. Ditto. All right, sir. Tokes kabulks.
1: Tokes kabulks. Oh. oh man! Wow, that's 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 Ooh. unusual. Nice.
0: Kurt, Curtis, how's yours treating you there, brother? How does that taste? So, I'm getting this very smooth, very floral uh, toque, and it's nice. It's a nice cooling toque. It kind of coats the roof of your mouth almost, and then it just slowly like rolls over your tongue, almost like a kiss concert. <laughs> um, I see what you did there. I mean, it, two ways than one. Um, yeah so and then the flavor it moves from the floral to like this nice minty tone and then it has this very I wouldn't say overwhelming but it swoops in there it's a nice earthy umami uh, taste in the background that kind of pushes itself forward at the end um all in all very nice calming hit Uh, how about you what are you feeling
1: uh, mine uh, tastes amazing. Um, it's got very subtle pepper notes uh, with a very clean inhale. When you're taking it in and drawing on it, um, you barely feel anything at all. Um, it has an almost spicy, uh, like capsaicin-like exhale, but without the hurt. Um, so like the weakest, like like a bell pepper, I guess. Um, and, uh, but it's got that nice kind of spicy taste uh, with no dry mouth or sense of dry mouth at all. Um, overall, I would say it has low flavor profiles. It's not a very strong pungent flavor flavorful weed, but it was a very good feeling experience all around and the flavor of it was still good. like what little flavor it had was enjoyable. Nice. Um, yeah, so so I like it. So I know that uh, um, right. mine doesn't have any reviews, but yours probably does. If you want to hit us with some uh, opinions oh, yeah. that other people have online, that'd be great. Of
0: Course, these are opinions of other stoners online. We are other stoners that are going to add our opinions to the online's
1: opinions.
0: So, uh, Gorilla Cookies has a very relaxed, euphoric body high, got a focused energy to it, great for pain and stress relief. It uh, does come with a little side effect of cotton mouth, but I do have some nice beverages nearby, so hopefully. I can uh, subdue the cat mouth. Yeah, fight it off, fight it off. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's that's good. That's good. So I can give uh, my initial reaction to that hit. Um, I can at least tell you that much, since I don't have an actual review from anybody else online. But it does have um, like a nice little head bump right off the beginning. There, um, it's one of those strains that when you take the hit, even though it wasn't a breathtaking hit like you know it wasn't one of those strains that makes you cough your lungs out or that's a, like you know puts you into a chair um it it still made me feel very uh nice like warm-headed and uh, frontal lobe you know that uh, that uh front area of your brain that gets warm sometimes when you smoke the right strains so that's nice um and i'll give some updates you know in the in, in throughout the episode just to let people know how this one works and uh, if i get any more information because i did contact scotia um to find out if i could get more information about the strain if i get it i would love to update our audience as well as you curtis on you know any information i get about this strain in the future um so if they message me back we will be updating either through social media uh if you guys follow us or we'll do it on the next podcast
0: hey guys we ended up contacting scotia through email trying to figure out if we could find any more information on this strain and they were relatively quick to reply and we ended up getting a full terpene breakdown and thc content through an email by them they said that they were having troubles putting the strain up on their website we checked this morning and the strain is now up on their website with full terpene breakdowns full thc contents so you guys are free to go check that out at Scotia's website. And we thank you very much, Scotia, for your quick and kind uh, customer service. Back to the episode.
1: I know, Curtis, did you bring a joint with you?
0: Uh, I got one. Hold up. Goddamn. I hate these new packaging systems that they got. Yeah, it's weird. All right. I got my joint. How about you
1: oh, sir? Yeah, yes, I I definitely and yeah, it's it's packaging's weird in Canada. We don't they don't let us use cans, but uh you know, it's uh there we go. Okay.
0: Yeah, I got it right here. Okay. So uh as we always say, it's 420 somewhere. Let's bro. burn them.
1: freaking love this stuff. I love how it tastes. I love the weird feeling of it in my mouth. It's such a strange toque. I haven't had a feeling this kind of weed, you know, like nostalgia weed. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Wait, and I'm sure our listeners. You back. Yeah, like I'm sure our listeners know too. Like, but do you know what this strain, I just, it just hit me, man. Like, do you know what this strain brings me back to? It brings okay. me back to a Rush concert. I got to see Rush live, right? And I and yeah, oh, they're one of the best bands ever. I know, like worldwide. But yeah, as a Canadian, I was blessed to go see them live before, just before they stopped touring too. But at that concert, me and a very close friend of mine were smoking a joint, and I don't know what the strain was. Honestly, you know, the funny thing is, it could have been one of the strains that made this one. Um, but we were smoking a joint and this, the taste and the way it feels brings me back to that, you know, like that, that feeling of like just the, being at the concert and the excitement of going there and everything else It's awesome, man. I freaking, I love it. I love it. Have you ever had a moment like that where you just took a hit of a joint or a bong and been like, it just immediately just brought a memory cleanly back to your head? Uh,
0: well, yeah. Um, I don't remember like the specific instance of when i you know, took that hit that made me remember. Yeah. But uh, one of those moments that I constantly remember... Or if there's a
1: strain, or if there's a strain that reminds
0: you of, like... Oh, a strain that reminds... Okay. Yeah, From like, if strain, you smoke a strain you... that reminds you of yeah. it. like, good Northern Lights. Uh, yeah, nice. Not my favorite strain of all time, but definitely in the top five.
1: It's a good strain. It's I've smoked a, it myself. Strain. It's a beautiful we'll, strain.
0: And as we said, we'll get the list out eventually, but... Mm-hmm. Northern Lights brings me back to a memory of when I was younger, and me and my friends would just go around town, and I just had this backpack and a long sleeve shirt, and wrapped up in that long sleeve shirt was a quarter ounce of Northern Lights, two bowls, um, some lighters and a grinder, and I would just roll it up into this t-shirt, stick it in my bag, and it was just the like a kit, I man. Clothes or something. And every young friends... stoner,
1: every every stoner who starts off needs a kit.
0: Oh, yeah. And that was just a basic one that could just get yeah. thrown around, doesn't matter, could get ditched somewhere, you know. And people That's why, yeah, that's by, why you, like, you just oh, wrap your like shirt turf like kind of Nobody cares.
1: it in the woods, yeah, no one cares about it.
0: So, and then me and my friends would just walk through the woods and just fucking, you know, Oh, anybody can see us? Nobody's house nearby? Alright, pull out the kit, pack a bowl. Pop a, squat. Up for a bit, And then chill there until we were good and then just continue on our merry way.
1: That's magnificent, man. Like, that's, that's fantastic. Like, you know, I'd, and and there are so many strains that I've got that, like, they remind me of different periods of my life, like, like that this, I could get, like...
0: And this is definitely one of those strains that reminds me of it. As I said, like, a summertime hike, like, and you're smelling, like, the ferns in the ground, the dew, the leaves falling, or not falling, but the leaves growing, precipitating. Yeah, just so like a fresh summer, yeah. You can smell Like, that fresh...
1: There yeah that like fresh day smell that you can only get on a fresh day like you know and from that strain of weed apparently which is fantastic
0: see now talking about it and smoking this now I'm going into nostalgia mode
1: Yeah, see, that's what I mean, man. And it's like, and I love that about cannabis, you know. Like, and we like throughout the like throughout the show, I'm sure that we're gonna touch on strains that really mean a lot to the people listening as well, you know. And like, you know, if they have actually, that's in fact, if anybody listening has any strains out there, you can comment on any of our social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, like Twitter, whatever, um, YouTube, and just tell us of strains that you like that remind you of good times you know because there's a lot of them out there I'm sure we all have one that doesn't remind us of anything negative at all Um, and I definitely have a lot of those I have like a ton of great memories with great people um, and like just some strange ones and this, this weed I'd say it's the consistency of it that it just really reminds me of that like you know just that moment in time just standing there waiting to hear like just one of the coolest bands ever just rock out you know and uh, like, and so it's really, really, really neat. So this weed, not only is it visually nostalgic for me, because it reminds me of one of my old favorite strains from when I first started smoking marijuana, like your Northern Lights. Mine was Armageddon. Ooh, like, you know, oh, like, yeah. yeah, the Armageddon, the nice brown, like, Afghani. like black dark strain. oh yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful and so like it's a lot like you the northern lights means to you it's like that strain that i always would get my hands on whenever i could and so now whenever i see that nice dark strain i'm drawn to it like if someone's like hey man this strain's like brownish like purplish black i'm like gimme yes. gimme 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 I want like that you felt. know not just because not just because purple herbs, you know beautiful right but like i mean i love me some flowers but because of the fact that
0: I it's usually fucking great. You know, like, I love dark weed. Of, I think it's great. Don't get me wrong, but all weed's good, but a lot of weed is green. Like, you go for I know. the wild
1: ones. And now, don't get me wrong, green is my favorite color. You can probably tell. I mean, look at me if you're watching this YouTube video right now, but if you're not on the podcast for on the YouTube videos, I'm green specifically because it's my favorite color. But this, also, like, purple, you brown... Our, uh, you know
0: youtube or our facebook and instagram pages yeah Yeah.
1: literally all of our all of our social media any social media that shows either one of us in any representative form like you know like he's the perps and i'm the greens and that's you know like so and so it's one of those things like yeah so so i love but i love just like it's like when you go to a garden center or you make a bouquet like, normally, if you have, you can have, like, 15 different shades of yellow and 15 types of yellow flowers, but it's good to throw a few green flowers and blue flowers in there to kind of change the dynamic. And that's what I like about, like, the brown weeds, is because when one comes across my desk, like, you know, like, I'll, I'll pick some up. Like, this, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. I literally, I was plugging our podcast again when I was picking up weed today at the NSLC, I was speaking to the uh, person working and I told talked to them about the podcast. They said it sounds like a fantastic idea and they were going to tell their boss about it, actually, and like let people know. And I told them I appreciate them you know, spreading the news just like I would spread, appreciate any of you uh, spreading our links to your friends, family, loved ones, anyone that you know that would be a bud. Um, but, yeah, he, he was like, standing there I asked him, can you recommend a strain? He said, seagrass, never in my life. Had I heard of this strain, i heard of the brand Scotia. I think actually before I've smoked some of their marijuana on the podcast. I can't remember which strain it was, but I can, I can, I can, I can look it up. Everywhere. But but anyway, um, I digress. That like he recommended that strain, and I'm I had no idea it was a complete. I literally went into this episode more blind than I've ever gone into an episode because most times. I've had either the strain I'm about to smoke at some point in the past in a different capacity or I've smoked something related to it directly so I have an idea. But with this one it's a not it's an opaque container I can't see through. So I couldn't see what the nugs looked like. I couldn't smell it. I didn't know anything about it other than he recommended it and like there are no reviews anywhere on the internet so when i opened this package and i saw those brown nugs it immediately made me excited for this episode and i can frankly say uh just from the feeling i've gotten from this joint so far you know that i've smoked and uh that bong hit it's it's a nice weed seems to be good high energy weed and i haven't lost focus yet so that's a good that's a good thing if you if you notice me drifting curtis just uh give me a digital prod
0: digital slapping slapping yeah
1: Yeah, just like use my use my bag like a speed ball or whatever, just so I can do you those. Know, I'll wake right up. All right. What?
0: Um. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, on that note, I think it would be a fantastic idea if we covered some events going on in the world right now in a segment we like to call
0: Weed News Worldwide.
1: That's right, that's right, Weed News Worldwide we are here covering some of the latest weed stories from all around the world the first one coming at you I've got is from Ireland now this is a pretty interesting one Curtis, I think you'll think this is great um, I personally like to refer to it as a very expensive roadkill all right. um, but yeah, so essentially um, being the guy that I am you know the kind of stories I love looking up um, over one million dollars canadian and american just for you know both audiences all audiences and irish i guess
0: i don't know uh but anyway our yeah, analytics it. do show that we do have a little bit of an irish I following know. so we do double the morning to your laddies my name is curtis and welcome to the good buds podcast and, and, and Cur- i just Cur- lost Cur- all Cur- of Cur- our irish
1: yeah i was about to say bro i just checked and uh, literally our analytics just dropped to zero irish uh listeners so uh
0: Oh, three...
1: We gained three Russian listeners, though, which is odd. Anyway. Anyway, so this story is is crazy, man. So over $1 million worth of cannabis flew off of a truck onto a highway in Ireland. So what they're saying is about 1 million euro, which is, uh, in Canadian dollars, the fun thing here is here, they, they did the math for me. Is 1,722,366 Canadian buckaroonies worth of cannabis was recovered by Belfast Northern Irish Police Darn. after a truck, yeah, yeah, so after they unintentionally dropped, its, it unintentionally dropped its load on the highway. Ooh. Yeah, it always sucks when you unintentionally drop a load. Ew. Um, so so the weed was apparently found uh, wrapped up in, in trash bags, and uh, they found it um, near a road junction. Um, and they assume, like, you know, they don't know for sure, but they assume that the bags were strapped to the roof of a large vehicle um, before they got, you know, disentangled. I love the word that they used there. I'm using it myself. I'm stealing that word directly, disentangled. And it went flying onto the road. It was like... You know, yeet, right off the top of the truck, million pounds of weed, gone. So, <laughs> this is crazy, man. This, yeah, so it's it's ridiculous. So, um, it it, uh, it says here, uh, one of the quotes from the article says that images of the scene depict small buds spilling out of the battered garbage bags and onto the concrete. It says, uh, hold on one second, let me let me rephrase that. Images of the scene depict small buds. Spilling out of the battered garbage bags and onto the concrete. It's so sad, man. It's like a mournful situation. Like, I could, it's a, for only a dollar a day, you could sponsor a bud. Oh, speaking of which, our Patreon is live. You can go, and it's more than a dollar, but for that much a month, you can donate to us and support a bud. Or two buds, in this fact. Um, but anyway, so on to the news rest of the story here. So one of the uh, detectives basically said it's a significant amount of drugs that they took out of circulation because in Ireland it is a C- Schedule 5 drug, I believe they call it, wh- or Class B. No, sorry, it's a Class B drug is what they refer to it as. Um, and uh, that basically you can face a maximum penalty of 14 years in jail or, now this is an interesting part, an unlimited fine.
0: Hey, unlimited monies.
1: Yeah, there is that. that is exactly... It. The, the limit to the fine is indeterminate. So the judge could hypothetically, if you get busted with, like, a, I don't know if it's a joint, but, like, say, just enough for it to be criminal, the judge could be like, Yo, Doug, you have to pay us one million dollars! And the dude would be, like, legit for, like, a joint? And the judge would be like, Eddie, yeah, straight up, like, Payout plan, And it's like, yeah, and, like, that's what I mean, right? Like, it's, if and, but I'm sure that they have a set kind of chart for, you know, the amounts and weights of the amount, like, but either way.
0: There has to be something.
1: Come on, like... Ireland. For our Irish listeners alone, for the sake of our, like, two or three Irish listeners alone, please legalize cannabis in your country. It's just better for your country, and it'll can make we... it so that you can like seriously just make it legal
0: just be like yo guys at least decriminalize it you know man like
1: i mean yeah guys you have to you have to put up with like england's bullshit all the time the least they're sending like ketamine
0: over to you guys like
1: i know like seriously it's it's actually fun fact fun fact cannabis right now is the same as ketamine based on the drug laws over in Ireland right now, which is not uncommon, actually. In America, federally, it's the same as, like, heroin and shit. Like, you can get just as much trouble for both, Yeah. you know? Like, it's like, you know, like, I mean, now, obviously with heroin, there's more trafficking involved than with cannabis, so traditionally, there are higher charges for that kind of thing. But I digress. Um, It's it's wild that one million pounds, like, not weight-wise, like, one million English dollar pounds, Over a million bucks Canadian, um, um, over a million American dollars, flew off the top of a truck, they assume, and landed... Landed on the road and basically, like I don't know, like honestly, if I went by, man, I they are lucky they caught that bag because if I was going by that, I can see it now. I'd be skateboarding by on my longboard, just kind like kind of cruising by, and I'd see a garbage bag and be like, oh weird, like oh garbage. Who throws their garbage on the side of the road? And I'm usually like one of those dudes that if I'm like, you know, walking down the road or something and I see trash, I'll pick it up and throw it out at the nearest convenient place. But like a larger trash bag, I'd probably look at it to try to find some identifying paperwork. Like, because sometimes people will right. throw their trash out, but they'll leave fucking, like, a piece of paper that says, yeah. John sucks a dick threw this on the side of the road. This is his address. Anyway. But anyway, so I, I would have checked it and been like, yoink, and just kept going. Like, they would have found, like, three or four little nugs on the side of the road and been like, oh, I wonder why this marijuana is here. And I'd just be like,
0: what if it just had, like, a small. What if it just had like a small hole in the bottom like, and you just trailing weed? Like, <laughs> you got home yeah, you and there's like a si- there's a single nug on the floor, and then you go outside and there's just a straight line of Irish people picking up nugs behind you.
1: Yeah. Ooh, piece of weed. Ooh, piece of weed. Oh, a yeah, piece of weed. Ooh, piece of weed. Oh, piece of weed. Oh, a piece of weed. Oh, piece of weed. I'll let you do the Irish accent. You alienate the Irish accent. the Irish audience. I'll keep them in my good, my good books.
0: <laughs> but, um, well, they like you better the... anyway. You're green
1: that's uh, very true, and I am half irish um but uh <laughs> but uh yeah, no, money. it's crazy, man, so it's wild, so I'm sure that you uh as our other news anchor, probably have something crazy for us as
0: well. What's going on in the world? I do, but this one is kind of a continued uh, not actual uh, 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 so this is interesting tangential branch tangential branch so Ooh. Mark Zuckerberg
1: is oh, the, zuck. Su-
0: the zuck the Zuck is not sucking. Mark Zuckerberg Wait. supports drug decriminalization with half million dollar Oregon campaign donation.
1: Zucky no sucky. Exactly, dude. That's so, awesome. So he's legal. He's he's pushing for decriminalization, so, which is good.
0: Uh, he's in a uh, campaign to work to pass a ballot measure to decriminalize drugs in Oregon, uh, specifically, you know, like over counter opioid stuff like that. Get people more help as opposed to. Uh, yeah, them in jail and finding them, getting people for help for their addiction and stuff. Uh, so speaking of which, if
1: you if you are facing any problems with addiction, then uh, like don't hesitate, reach re- out. People yep. are here to help you. We always say, you know, As reach real. out to us. We'll help you. I'll talk to you, man. Send us a message on fucking Facebook. I'll talk to you.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: just, so, yeah, just just reach out to someone. But anyway, carry on.
0: Um. So he made a half a million dollar contribution. Um, to help, uh, it? help this foundation and fund to essentially push for the decriminalization, so people can get the help they need as opposed to, uh, facing criminal penalties. On top of that, the bill would also count for, uh, the legalization of psychosyllabins, such as mushrooms and peyote and stuff like that, naturally occurring uh, psychoactive drugs. Oh,
1: sure, it's Nice.
0: Now this is all in Oregon, um, so yeah, it's very nice that he's pushing for that, and hopefully, you know, that also means that he would push for, hopefully, some more. Lenient ads regarding marijuana in the future so that way we can uh, advertise a little bit future yeah
1: because as you guys might know we did have to jump through several hoops in order to get it i don't we didn't really talk about it too openly but we did have to jump through some pretty interesting hoops in order to get one of our promotional advertisements put on facebook
0: um by the way anybody who's here as a result of that what's up thanks for sticking around and uh yeah uh, enjoy what you're seeing
1: thank you so much and you know like yeah I really appreciate that and if that's the case like I mean that's really cool and like you know you can comment that on our Facebook like go you can like our page there um, and like we'd love to hear from you um, but it's uh, I think you know like it's really good because like we did have to jump through some hoops even though it's perfectly legal where we both live Right. Like, you know, where you live, where I live, and where we were targeting our demographics, we were targeting anybody who would be over the legal age to smoke, right? right. And even in that case, we still had to not mention anything whatsoever that could... We actually even had to elude what the topic of the podcast was. We couldn't even say we were we cannabis.
0: We had to censor shank shirt.
1: Yeah, we had to to censor my shirt, because it had a giant marijuana leaf on it, and that could have been something that got it rejected the initial time. Um, You can see both ads on our uh, page. There's a rejected version and the accepted version, uh, which are on our Facebook page, and I believe on our YouTube page as well, Chris? Yes. Yes, they are. So so you can check them out there. Uh, We'll have links to those pages in the description, obviously, below. Um, And just uh, you can see the hoops we had to jump through in order to get the ad on there, but maybe in the future... Um you know, once this has gone through, hopefully, or the act has been passed, then maybe he'll get a little bit more lenient company wise in regards to their policies
0: regarding cannabis
1: advertisement because we'd love to be able to advertise to you people out
0: there.. Of course. Uh, <laughs> by the way, this new story came to us uh, courtesy of marijuana moment. link will be oh, in yes. the description
1: yes, uh, I, I do I should have mentioned my mine came from the grown uh it's the growth op. Um, com, which is a uh, news site that we also reach a uh, link also in the description.
0: The growth op was the news site for the, Ir- yeah, the that Ireland. There's the Ireland, Spain. the
1: Ireland cannabis flying off the truck. Uh, the very expensive roadkill is the, is from the growth com is where I found that article.
0: Very nice. Uh, you got any other news stories for us?
1: I do. In fact, have one. It's not so much like a news story per se as a media piece. Um though it is directly cannabis related and it has Matthew McConaughey involved with it which is always all right all right all right. Um so there's a movie called The Gentleman, which is weed themed. It's about an expat who lives in uh London and he builds a cannabis empire and he tries he, he essentially tries to sell the business. He's like, you know, he he wants to sell the business to somebody. Um, so they've announced that they're going to be remaking this movie for TV and turning it into a TV show. And Guy Ritchie, who directed the original, um, film, and he wrote the original film, he wrote it, directed, I love Guy Ritchie movies, they're intense, um, uh, he'll also be doing the TV adaptation. So basically he's going to be covering, so the movie and the TV show should have extremely similar tones, I'm guessing, unless he decides to do
0: something crazy
1: and go a different direction or the famous thing curtis hollywood executive meddling
0: i fucking hate those guys like they always have to meddle in they always have to change stuff but i don't know hopefully i've seen a lot more love put into the tv adaptations where these stories can be told over a long broader segment as opposed to just cramming everything into you know a two minute movie or a two hour movie
1: I agree. Mini Miniseries will always be superior, in my opinion, for telling stories over, like, I mean, you don't need a whole series. You don't need multiple seasons and everything else. Just a little series that covers a, a story that arcs over is fine. You don't need, like, a, cram it all in a two-hour movie.
0: Even without seeing it, which I, uh, yeah, I'm, well, I don't really know, because they, uh, what I was going to bring up was the live action adaptation of Avatar, which it's oh on... the movie sucked. I know the movie sucked, but Netflix was creating a live action TV series. Oh, which yes, was supposed and apparently to be a that's lot more faithful,
1: supposed to be better,
0: supposed to be better, supposed to be a lot more faithful. However, yeah. after a long period of time, the actual co creators of Avatar left the project.
1: Yeah, which is always a bad sign.
0: Due to production meddling, I believe, mm-hmm. was one of their main reasons.
1: Yeah, so hopefully uh, they don't have too much production meddling and change the overall tone of the movie, because the movie, like, I've, I've so far I haven't watched it yet. It is on my to watch list. I will give it a thumbs up or thumbs down in the next episode after well, I watch it this week. Well, I'm, I'm not going to get I, into a
0: full review. I won't watch it because... I I I don't support Netflix anymore, but different story.
1: Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Netflix. This isn't actually. uh, This is on Miramax, man. It's not even. It's a TV show.
0: What? This isn't uh, the movie.
1: The movie. No. The. Oh no, no. no, I'm not talking about the Avatar show. No, no, no. no, I'm talking the gentleman. Oh, the Matthew McConaughey movie, the news story that I was covering, the media well, yeah, piece.
0: Well, yeah, we just switched the topic to that for a second. So sorry. Oh, just probably. for
1: a second, just for a second, yeah. and that's what I mean. Okay. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, just to clarify, for because if you were confused, the audience may have been confused as well. But just to clarify, no, I'm talking about the gentleman. Like, I hope that they keep the, the, the tone of the movie. Yeah, because uh, that's the movie Matthew McConaughey. He plays an expat. His name actually, it's funny. His name is Mickey Pearson. And, you know, so uh, and uh, he's an American—he's bil- an American millionaire who uses an auto body shop that's called THC Wheels as a front for a cannabis business. That's not obvious, but anyway, yeah, it's fantastic. So anyway, what they're going to do is they're going to turn this from a movie into a TV show, which honestly I think is a fantastic idea because I saw the trailers for the movie at least. And it looks interesting, Um, and I'm definitely, I'll check it out, like I said, throughout this week. I'm not going to check out Avatar, because again, I also do not support Netflix. But but, uh, basically, um, I'll check out that movie um, throughout the week, and next podcast episode, I will give you guys a thumbs up or thumbs down to let you know um, whether or not I enjoyed the movie. I'm sure that I will. It's got Matthew McConaughey in it, and that man is a treasure.
0: All right, all right, all right.
1: All right, all right, all right. So uh, that is my media piece, man. That's pretty much all I've got to say about that. Um, you know, it's going to be coming. To, it's going to be coming uh, very, you know, in the future. I will give more updates as I learn more about when it's coming out, stuff like that. And, you know, just keep this as like my media, you know, little little pet project. I'll keep an eye on it.
0: Very nice, very nice. Uh, and our final news story today comes courtesy of Leafly.com. Uh, and this one was actually, well, Leafly is the source where I got it from, but this is originally from the Associated Press. Hmm. Fancy. So,
1: oh, mine was, by the way, my, my uh, last story about the TV show was from
0: 420intel.ca. It's uh, available on there. All links in the description below.
1: Yeah, the links are below. I keep forgetting to tell you guys, so just look in the description, you'll see them there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so... According to this news piece, the smell of cannabis alone is no longer cause for vehicle search in Pennsylvania, as by court ruling.
1: Dab on them, hoes. Exactly. That's 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 now that's great, man. That's like because that, frankly, is if it's legal in the state, then the then the dank you must uh,
0: equate
1: uh, equate. I don't know. Fuck. I I was trying to do well, the love do fit. So I'm
0: kidding. Yeah. Um, no. Go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So a Pennsylvania appeals court reversed a judge's ruling that the state police didn't have a valid legal reason for searching a car just because it smelled like cannabis. Saying, does this
1: does, does this law apply to? Uh, it's in Pennsylvania, right?
0: This is in Pennsylvania. Currently, does this
1: apply? Does this apply to the like to the Amish people there? Like if they're in their buggies? Going down the road, cop pulls him over. Can you really hey, Jebediah, you, want you to been fuck? smoking today?
0: You want to fuck <laughs> with the Irish? i mean, I Amish.
1: I, fuck! You don't fuck with you, man. You're just on top of the Irish tonight. But no, you don't fuck with the Amish. They'll build a barn around you, knock it over on top of you, and then move it three towns over before they even like realize what's going on. But anyway, anyway. sorry. Go on. I apologize. So, I digress. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: So, a Pennsylvania Appeals Court reversed the judge's ruling. State police didn't have a valid legal reason for searching a car just because it smelled like cannabis. Uh, so, that led to a man's arrest. The state superior court agreed with the county uh, judge, Maria Dantos, that the smell of marijuana alone is not enough to give pe- to give police the right to search a car without a warrant. Um, nice. Well,
1: that's perfect, man. That's beautiful. That that just means that, like, you know, like, obviously they're not referring in, in this case. Like, I mean, it's, they don't explicitly say it in the article, but I'm pretty sure that everybody in our audience is smart enough to differ and you know that they're not, they're talking about, like, fresh weed in a baggie. Like, if you can smell it through the baggie, then they can't just search your car. But right. if they if if they if they if you roll your window down when they pull you over and a cloud of smoke comes out Cheech and Chong style, they're gonna be Obviously. like, "Yeah, get out, get out the fucking car."
0: You're <laughs> like, driving I mean, is completely different. Than that's yeah,
1: that's different. Then going home with your weed, exactly. yeah, going going home with your cannabis is your legal right. You yeah. know, like it's you have no right to put other people in danger, but you have all the right in the world to take your cannabis wherever you want to before you imbibe it. So, like, you know, it's like, so that's the thing is they can't just pull you over and be like, I smell, you've got some northern lights in there, son. Uh, I'm going to search the car. And
0: you're like, nah. So, (laughs) yeah, this is just increasing a growing number of cases, you know, that are coming to, uh, you know, larger state courts where uh, the smell is being rejected as a view of probable cause. Nice. Uh, apparently uh maryland had already figured this out in 2019 in a appeals court
1: the the best part the best the best thing to think about that though the fact that they did rejected it means that they used that as their primary cause for searching right so they searched the car they found something illegal right Right. And, and the problem is would
0: have been absolutely hidden, completely non-
1: 100% exactly so they never would have otherwise. seen it so they say that they smelled oh, weed they went into the car and then they found something and then the judge said that smelling weed was not good enough so anything that they found is no longer admissible in court as any kind of evidence so, it's, exactly. so if there was anything in there they could have had like a knife with like fingerprints on it and like blood and they'd be like yeah you can't use that because you found that through an illegal warrant Right. Like you know, you can that's... watch this guy now. You can watch him like a hawk and try to catch him up on something else. But that evidence can no longer be used. because yep. you and fucked up.
0: Yeah, that's Fourth Amendment right. You're right. Yeah, damn to right. Avoid damn right. The uh, illegal search and seizure.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And I like. And that is a that is a right. Even in Canada, we have similar similar rights. You know, like because right. that is something that should be universal. If you you know, if you are not doing anything to harm somebody else. They should not be allowed to come into your space in any way and disrupt your life. It's just mm-hmm. the way it should be. You know, well, I mean, they can certainly monitor you from a distance, but they can't fucking touch you.
0: Now, quick, but, little, uh, quick little tidbit. Yeah, uh, yeah. The man who was also uh, charged initially in the court case that this yes. whole thing's done from, he was actually a medicinal marijuana card patient.
1: Oh, seriously?
0: Yep. Medical marijuana is legal in Pennsylvania. Uh, it's oh, not fully... God. Legal or decriminalized? I I, it may be decriminalized. I can't remember exactly. Uh, Check our last episode. I had a nice little map that popped up. Shows everything. Yeah, yeah,
1: that was yeah. I remember that map. You can check on that episode. It was pretty friggin' sweet.
0: Um, Um, but uh, but speaking
1: of criminals, uh, was there was there more to the uh, more to the story there? Because I I I was thinking about something related to criminals. That's really really crazy. What you got? Um half of the internet might hate me for saying this but I am in love with how the new Batman movie looks same I mean, I'm in I love agree. with it it's dude like Robert Pattinson for, okay I'm gonna say one thing two words that yeah two words cause the second word is hyphen two words that make this probably my favorite Batman property to date
0: yeah. I make up Yes.
1: when he takes off his bat cowl he has blacked out makeup around his eyes so that when he's wearing his mask they're blacked out because in every other Batman movie as soon as they take their mask off they've got normal eyes it's like the makeup around their eyes comes off with the mask and goes on with it and it's just it takes the out of it
0: well in the new suits they don't even have fucking uh, eye holes It's literally goggles that fucking tell them everything they need to do.
1: Exactly, right? So it's crazy, man. But in this, it's so grounded. And this one takes
0: place, like, his second year of being Batman, right?
1: Yeah, year two of being Batman. Yeah, like, within that second year, basically. Like, he's been Batman for a little bit, but not, like... You know, he hasn't been Batman, Batman for that long. He has like, his so,
0: skills, but he knows what he's capable of. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's still trying to figure shit out. And basically, the Riddler decides to start fucking murdering people, and he has to solve, like, this mystery, which is great, because it brings him back to the original roots of the Detective Comics, where, you know, Batman was introduced. You, you know as well as I do Batman. Right. Like, Detective Comics was where Batman was first seen. And so... It's really cool because they're bring they always call him the world's greatest detective, but I mean really he's in my opinion, they show him to be the world's greatest strategist and the world's greatest improviser, like MacGyver style improviser, um, more often than they actually show him resolving mysteries. Like, you know? Right. And this movie seems to go back to those like noir detective like almost like dick tracy kind of badass but he punches the crap out of people
0: like don't get me wrong i love the uh you know technology and stuff they had in like the uh dark knight trilogy but yeah it kind of took away from him being an intelligent mind because he knew what to do and then he just had to take it to a computer that did everything else for him
1: Exactly. Like it's straight up like when it's I get that this they I wanted love, to go with it. The, they wanted yeah. to go with city scale threats, right? That's of the course. problem is with the with the Batman like the the Dark Knight, they were phenomenal movies, the Dark Knight trilogy, right? Of course. Um rest in peace he, PC's Ledger. Yeah, uh, and but absolutely uh, like,
0: no hate to Chris Nolan or Christian Bale, they both no, did. No, they were magnificent. Absolutely magnificent. Christian Bale's yeah. one of my
1: favorite actors, dude. He's yeah. right up there like top 5 well, anyway. for sure. But anyway, um, what I, what I was going to say is that uh with those movies even though like they were like they were more interesting and everything else I've always wanted to see um like you know like you're right about the fact that he had a problem that like they were going a city scale so like he had to go to technology of some kind to solve his problem yeah
0: so to like solve in, his the one, in the one, fast, yeah, in quick, the one yeah
1: in the one movie he used all of the cell phones in the city to scan for something to detect you know like and everything and in the last one he like flew off the bat plane and blew up the fucking... You know, blow, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen this old movie. But, um, yeah, 10 year old movie. But, um, so, basically, um, like, yeah, he has the bat plane fly off and blow up the bomb over the water so he can fake his death and go bang Selena in France. You know, like, so it's like, it's one of those. I believe it was
0: Barcelona, Espana.
1: Or Barcelona, Espana. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, whatever, however, you, however you want to say it. But, yeah, that's, that's, and it's. Crazy because, um, like, I want to see a Batman who relies more on the fact, like, who doesn't have all the cool gadget tests, and he relies strictly on the fact that he is an amazing detective and he is amazing at solving crimes and figuring things out. Because, uh, like, there there are some some of my favorite villains in the Batman rogue gallery. Um, like, you know, like uh, like a lot like there's obviously the great ones like Joker, Mister Freeze. I'm sure you can name a couple. Scarecrow. Fucking... kitty lady. Yeah, catwoman actually she's more of a good guy at this point anyway. Oh, but like
0: um, Mr. Freeze, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mr. Freeze again. Um but like that's what I mean like, you know, but like there's the popular ones, but like he's straight up got like villains who and me, like motherfuckers. Ah, you cannot forget Bane. Um but of basically course. it's like, you know, he's got he's got the straight up, you know, like villains who like just murder people, you know. Like they just their, their thing is like they mur- like they just murder people. And there's uh like, I mean, Scarecrow is obvious, but like, there are some brutal ones. They literally all they do is they kill people. They're not special. They're not superheroes. They just go around murdering people. And Batman can't find them because they're squirrely. They just get around. They move around all over the place, and they can't. You it's know, they literally can't. Literally,
0: a guy named Killer yeah. Croc. Who is literally yeah. a killer crocodile with humanness to him? He eats people in sewers. Fuck.
1: Yeah, yeah, like legitimately, <laughs> like 100% legitimate, and it's like it's one of those like it's it's crazy that they, these characters are just really intense characters, and Batman doesn't just. It's not like the Joker where they broadcast what they're doing, or the Riddler where they broadcast what they're doing, or like Mister Freeze who makes a giant freezing death ray. These dudes literally just skulk around alleys in random parts of the city and murder people, and like Batman and the cops can't find them because they're you know the cops are trying to find them and they're they're, they're not having any luck. F- so they're like, hey F- Batman, can you help?
0: Newbies, a quarter. Or, let's see, a quarter of them are newbies. A quarter of them are old, almost retired guys, and the rest are corrupt. And yeah. probably working with the villains anyway. It it's, still exactly leaves 100,000 right. officers, but those are even <laughs> now down yeah. there's yeah. a million murderers.
1: Exactly, right? So Have it's, you ever it's played, like... uh, what's
0: yeah. that game called, uh, Battle Simulator?
1: Oh, God, yes. Oh, God, yeah, totally accurate Battle Simulator. Tabs. Yes. Yeah, fuck, yeah, that game's amazing. But um, another but thing that... is
0: yeah. a lot of people are hating on the new uh, Batman movie specifically because Robert Pattinson being the choice for Batman Dumb, Which, dumb reason. I swear to fucking god, people, that movie came out when I was in like high school. Don't fucking worry about that shit because he was told to be fucking terrible. He hold had on,
1: hold on. Let me, awful. let me clap it. Let me clap it, Adam Curtis. Okay. He hates Twilight as much as we do. <laughs> he, he doesn't. He hated that movie, and they, he he acted. He's been quoted as saying. I acted the script that they gave me and the way the director told me to. Every other movie he's been in, even the sh- the shit pieces, like, remember me? That one where, like, in the end,
0: spoiler alert, it 11 I actually watched <laughs> that movie just because I knew about the ending spoiler. And I yeah. actually got into the movie because he was actually a decent actor. It was a he's nice not movie. not bad. It wasn't bad. I watched through it. It was very nice, very sweet. And then I actually forgot about the ending. And literally it happened. I'm like, oh shit, 9-11 happened. Oh, yeah, holy <laughs> man. Oh, you forgot about nine eleven, man. If
1: only there was some way that... about
0: 9-11 for a moment. If,
1: if, only, if only there was any anybody out there in the world that reminded anybody of 9-11 ever.
0: Yeah, that way nobody ever forgot.
1: Yeah, nobody would ever forget 9-11 if people just reminded people every now and then. Anyway, so... Yeah, but anyway. But anyway, no, that's crazy, man. But but he was phenomenal in, like... Yeah, go ahead. The House. Yes, sir. And, well, any movie with Willem Dafoe in it gets my 100%, 100%, 100% fire, fire, fire emoji. Like, every single time. <laughs> every single time. Like, But, in that movie, like, he was magnificent in that movie. The acting, like, it was intense, it was on point. He played the character and the role that he was supposed to play with, like, like, just, it was amazing. It was really well done. And, from the small amounts that I've seen, of the Promotional work for the new Batman movie—it looks like it's going to be absolutely 100% awesome. It just—it's—it's it's got like a lot of aspects I'm really interested in. Like don't, a lot of people have been saying, it's almost like a shot-for-shot shot kind of thing for like set the movie Seven. Right. And I'm like, okay, so if you're telling me right now that I could take the movie Seven and put Batman into it, and you're telling me that that would be a bad movie in any way? What is wrong with you?
0: See, but then (laughs) the one thing that sucks is that they still don't have Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt isn't Batman. I'm Bradman. I'm Bradman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm Bradman. Am I with Angelina Urgen now? I can't remember. (laughs) Oh man. But seriously, like it looks like it's gonna be a great movie. I'm really excited for it. It's gonna be be like just friggin' sweet man like i if it's not i'll
0: i can't I don't wait i just say i think it, that, that I might honestly be like the first movie i go back into theaters to see like i everyone knows coronavirus it sucks social distancing wash your hands all mm-hmm. that special shit where i'm at I'm gonna if straight, you have to but i'm, I'm, I'm gonna I think stream that it because I, I already got a really what up oh, go ahead I think I'm going I think that might be the first uh, movie I'm gonna brave go to a movie theater and actually chill out, relax at.
1: And hard to eat popcorn or nachos through a mask, bro
0: I'll get one of those stupid <laughs> fucking masks with a mouthful. <laughs> so oh you my god, can yes.
1: Eat. Just a little slit in the middle. <laughs>
0: like, exactly. Ah, ow. Well I need to be able to eat.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love everything about that. <laughs> but no, I'm just gonna stream it, man, because honestly I can eat whatever I want at home. I can smoke joints and I can fucking like watch it on a big enough screen for me and like you know my other half I'm sure she's gonna be absolutely interested in watching it and so like we're just gonna sit here we'll stream it
0: but I still want to legally I just want to I mean, get be that ni- a- I just want to get that nice experience so you know the smell well, yeah. of popcorn the sticky floors being able to go down in front I think it would be mm-hmm. interesting
1: you can do all of that at home, though. You just get your brother to come in your room for five minutes and stand in front of the TV, and you know it'd be easy enough to do. You can pull it off. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Oh man, so uh, how are we doing for time there, brother? I think we may be running a little bit short for the evening.
0: I think we are, but really quickly before we go, how are you feeling, Shank?
1: So, man, I'm I'm feeling absolutely fantastic. That strain is beautiful. Um, it's like hit me good. Uh, very focused still, having a great time. I'm feeling really uplifted, very happy, very positive. Uh, strain, I really do feel like I was kind of right that I I could smoke this by a seaside, just like sit down by the shore, watch the waves, sit on a rock, and just smoke a couple of these doinks and have a great time, man. How How about you, man? You want to take another hit and tell me how if it's still treating um, you the same? Well,
0: it's feeling very good. It's, like, as of right now, like, I'm feeling calm, and similar to you, I feel like I could also be in a completely different landscape, like, I feel like, imagine a fallen log at that that perfect angle where you could just lay across it, nothing poking into your back or anything, and then you just chill there laying in the woods, fucking, you see some bugs, but they're not bothering you, a squirrel
1: runs by,
0: possibly seeing a deer, it's gorgeous. You That's
1: smelled. that sounds beautiful, man. Okay, I gotta I gotta take another puff of that. I'm, I'm relighting this I think you know. what?
0: You got a um, yeah, I got a bone yeah. right here, so let's light these well, up that... w- one more time for the broskies at home.
1: Yeah, sounds little good. Buzzers. You can light them up with us there. Yeah, little buzz, man, us, buds, man, and all all our buds out there, all over the world. Irish buds. I apologize for Curtis's decorum earlier. He'll do a formal apology video later where he like balls and stuff and he's all like, ah, oh, leave Britney alone
0: But like that's I'll that's if you're a Patreon they stop taking my look at charms.
1: Yeah, if you're a Patreon subscriber you get to see that kind of shit. You don't get to see that kind of shit on a regular thing. Exactly.
0: Subscribe to our Patreon. We have bonus videos and stuff that will go up.
1: Legit, like you're gonna love it. They're gonna be friggin' funny. Exactly. Like, there's a, like a like white run, so you'll get it later. Um <laughs> but uh yeah man, I uh, think we are running out of time, so let's roll one for the road, Tommy.
0: For sure bros, roll one for the road. Don't forget to like us, uh comment, subscribe, and yell about this at uh random rock stars that are randomly passing by you. Yeah, just like headbag
1: four times or something like that. They'll they'll know what you mean. They'll know what you mean. Later, bud. Later.